welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. My mission is to connect with you through our stories and in that process, spread inspiration for you to go do amazing things with your life. I had crushed that this is the way to the perfect job, marriage, and kids checklist and was left unhappy, stressed, living paycheck to paycheck, and unfulfilled. I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday, and so I found that proof. And that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Are you ready to create a life that gets you excited? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. everybody. I'm coming to you from a brand new computer today. I was using a regular PC when I first started my podcast. I got that laptop when I was getting my master's degree. So yes, it was over 10 years old. I used it until I just couldn't use it anymore. Much like everything else I own, like my flip flops, I use them till they fall apart. My jeans till the zipper breaks or the belt loops rip from me hiking them up my jackets until they are no longer their original color. I used this laptop until it started making these loud noises that everyone could hear while I was in work zooms. It was embarrassing. But hey, maybe one day I won't be this way. But here I am. I finally made it to a new computer. And I gotta say it saved me so much time with my work. I'm much more efficient and time is money. So it was a much needed investment. I tell myself as this next month's installment payment is approaching. This is a MacBook, which means I needed to learn a new software to record my podcast. I got this computer in December and I finally put it on my to-do list this week to learn how to record on it. I laid the pressure on myself. You must record next week's episode from this computer. And what do you know? A few hours later, I had it figured out. It wasn't that I didn't think I could figure it out either. It was stopping to take the time to learn something new. You ever have that experience in any of your jobs where you have those people that are very resistant to a new technology or say they don't have time to learn something new when in reality, it will save them time and make their job easier if they invested the time into it. I've worked with plenty of those people before. I've always been really good at figuring out software, though. I'm just also very stubborn. Other people are using the software to record their podcasts. Oh, okay. well, then if they can, I can, you know. But are there things that you disqualify yourself from before even giving them a fair shot or trying them at all? Or maybe people in your life have disqualified you, whether intentional or not. Usually when someone else in your life is disqualifying you, it's them projecting their own fears and securities and experiences onto you. Their experience, though, doesn't have to be yours. You have to have a degree to be successful. How many of us have heard that? Well, that's just not true especially not today. MLMs are a scam and a waste of time. By the way, I I uh, work for Beachbody. So um, I've heard this one many times. And well, all I have to say is hold my beer. That's what I say to that. Their experiences are not mine. You need to hold your marriage together for your kids. What about that one? No, thanks, Karen. I need to hold my happiness together for my kids. Have you ever told a friend or loved one about a dream and they kind of snicker or shut it down or throw all the things that could go wrong at you and you start doubting yourself and that's the end of that dream and you could have been the greatest there ever was at that dream? I don't know what that is for you, musician, salon, boutique owner, chef, realtor, financial advisor, nurse, teacher, whatever, Etsy shop owner. 
And I'm not saying we don't need people in our lives that will help us see potential obstacles we need to be aware of that we may face, but we more so need people who are going to help build our confidence enough to know that we can handle whatever it is. Because if someone else is already doing it, you can too. And if someone else isn't already doing it, even better, because you get to light the path for someone else. Other people's opinions and experiences don't have to be ours. And we can listen to those things and decide whether or not it serves us to accept as our reality. You know, you can have all the degrees, all the accolades and experiences to back up your knowledge in a certain area, but a lot of times until other people see you hit their version of success, they won't acknowledge your expertise. You guys ever tell your spouses something that you know for a fact and they don't believe you, but then someone else tells your spouse the same thing and they believe it. This happens to me all the time. I'm a certified personal trainer and group personal trainer, and my spouse will not accept fitness advice from me. I have a bachelor's in finance and master's in business administration, did my taxes all 14 years of my working life before we were married. And the first year I did our taxes together, he had to then do them himself before he would file. He did get the same thing I came up with, by the way, but he's done them ever since. I don't have the 80-pound weight loss story or any eating disorders or have a problem overeating, and so I'm disqualified by a lot of people as being able to coach them. It's the, that's because you were skinny before comments that try to disqualify me from being good at what I do, disqualify the results that I got. Even though I gained nearly 50 pounds with each pregnancy, struggled to put on weight anywhere but my stomach, and started with no natural muscle tone, and have seen physical results beyond what I ever thought a home fitness platform could give me. Because someone's experience was not mine, they will try to disqualify me and discredit my results. Why am I sharing that with you? Not to knock my spouse or someone who was trying to lose 100 pounds and can't relate to my story of losing 15. I'm sharing with you so that you can see that for some people, you will just never qualify. No matter what you do, no matter what certifications you obtain or what success you see. And so if you see and accept that now, before you even go after that dream, you won't care what they think now or later. What if that dream of yours that you really want but don't have the support of your spouse on or the support of your dad on who or whoever that person in your life that you're worried about upsetting or inconveniencing or disappointing, what if that dream works out just the way you imagined it would or even better? And in your eyes, it's a success and you want to celebrate and you have all the excitement in the world and then you go to this person with your excitement and they say, well, This is going to be a lot of work to maintain. Well, I thought this was just a phase you were going through. You think you can do this full time? Here's all the shit that will probably go wrong. What if you go to them, right, with your excitement and your success, and it's still not good enough? Would you stop there? Probably not, right? We said this dream worked out better than you even imagined, so why would you? No, you would use your success to push you along farther, to keep getting bigger and better in your field. You no longer care about their opinion or their idea of success because you created your own proof. And from that, 
the confidence to believe in your own abilities. So, how can we create that kind of confidence before we've created the success? Can that come first? Can the confidence come before the success? I say yes. If you don't allow the experiences and opinions from others that don't serve you or support your dream to become a part of your reality, you just shut it down. You hear it. And then, okay, thank you, next. Now, let me just get one thing out of the way. You got to pay the bills and keep your kids alive in pursuit of your dream, right? I mean, you guys get that. That's not what I'm saying here. That's advice you should take in, right? We know the difference. I just don't want anyone taking what I'm saying out of context. So let me just say that. I just want us to stop letting other people disqualify us because we are already our own worst enemy. We don't need to give that bully in our head an army of support, right? We need to build up our confidence and we need friends that support that. The same way we tell our kids they can do anything they set their mind to when they want to quit at something or are afraid to try something. So yes, You can have the confidence before your success. It takes work, though. Changing your thought patterns, it's daily work. Did you know that 70 to 80% of our daily thoughts are negative? It takes a lot to combat that. That's why I started listening to podcasts every morning. It's why I work out to replace those negative thoughts with positive ones, because I accomplished something hard. It's why I surround myself with various communities of people working on themselves, inspiring one another. It's why I don't watch the news anymore. It's why I distance myself from certain people that used to be a part of my life. It's why I follow the people that I do on social media and don't the people that I don't. I'm choosing not to consume negativity. There's enough of that shit going on in my head that I'm working on without them. I don't need outside sources adding to that. Think about that. Think about that. Keep a journal for a week where you write down things that you do, people you're around, and then your emotion after. Whether it's hanging out with a certain person, watching a TV show, the news, scrolling social media, reading a particular person's posts, Make note of how you feel and anything that is bringing you down. It is time to let that go. The world is not a bad place. All people are not bad. Social media is not negative. It's just the content you've chose to consume and surround yourself with. That's on you. If I told you that I had a four-week glute program to give you a J-Lo booty, would you sign up? Oh, yeah. We're all willing to work on that. How many ab challenges, weight loss challenges have you been a part of? Now, what if I said I had a platform of over 90 programs, live studio classes, and a supportive community that will give you consistency in your fitness journey like you've never had before in just 20 to 30 minutes a day? Would you do that? No. Most people say, consistency? I don't want consistency. I want abs by summer, right? I need to lose 25 pounds by my trip to Jamaica next month. It's that work that takes time that people don't want to do. But it's the work that leads to the greatest rewards, the lasting rewards. It's referring to an audio that I'll talk about here in a little bit from Spotify, but it's people want the convenience of having the thing without being inconvenienced. Though that'll never work. It's so much easier to say, right? 
no thanks. I'm going to go to the gym where I can get faster results with those fancy machines, even though I know this is something I can't always make or have time for. What if I said I have this drink that's going to make you happier, give you more energy, and allow you to focus better to get things done? We actually do have a supplement like this, by the way, but I take this in combination with a lot of physical activity, which is what has actually changed my life, not the supplement. But people say yes to those drinks, to the quick fixes, to the things that require little commitment and work. But when I say I have a mindset workshop that'll give you everything you need to make your dreams a reality, you have to move your body at least 20 minutes a day, plus 10 minutes of meditation and affirmations, write in a gratitude journal five minutes a day, eat nutritiously, partake in 10 minutes of personal development a day in the form of a podcast or a book, and get at least seven hours of sleep at night. I bet the common response is more, that'll never work. All things that have been proven to improve your mood, increase your energy and focus throughout the day, and with that will come your ability to accomplish more things, and with that, building your confidence along the way. But that'll never work is easier to say. We're willing to get uncomfortable, but not too uncomfortable. Like here's $40 for this unknown magical powder substance you want me to drink once a day. I'll try it. But, oh, you want me to do these six things daily for an unknown amount of time that will change the way my mind works for the rest of my life? No, that'll never work. Your confidence, your belief in yourself to do the things on your heart, what separates you from the person you're watching on social media who's already doing the things and experiencing, you're experiencing a little jealousy over that maybe. Your only difference between you and that person It's the fact that you haven't put in the mental work yet. They were beginners at one point too. They didn't know what they were doing at first either. They probably had loved ones that told them they couldn't. There were thoughts running through their mind too, telling them they weren't good enough. They were worried about being judged too. But they figured out how to keep moving despite that. Mindset work is everything, guys. Successful people have doubts, successful people fail, but they just keep moving, they just get up faster. You build your confidence to just start through personal development and physical activity, and then you will build your confidence up through that to keep going. And then action will give you the confidence you need to continue going when things get hard. Through realizing that you won't die when things don't go exactly according to plan. And then you just try another way. That's how you build your confidence. It's uncomfortable, but it's more uncomfortable to live disqualifying yourself and allowing others to disqualify you from the dreams that have been placed on your heart. They have been placed there for a reason. And it's up to you to find out what that reason is. A sister of mine in business, Corey, sent me a Spotify link to a recording yesterday, and I thought, oh my gosh, this goes along perfect for the podcast episode I'm recording tomorrow. I'm going to try and remember to put it in the notes for this show, by the way. The reason why people won't become who they want is because they are too attached to who they've been. I did a reel on this exact quote from this a few months ago. Because I loved it so much. People say, I've always been this way. Well, if that's working for you, keep doing that. 
That was part of my reel too. And in my reel, I was referencing my old corporate job because it wasn't working for me any longer. When I wanted to leave that, leave that job, I had all the thoughts in my head for so long of maybe everyone is just miserable in their jobs. Maybe this is what real life is and I'm just being a wimp. I can't run my own business. I don't know how. Everyone's telling me I should be grateful for these benefits and this retirement plan. I can't survive without this. Wait, wait, wait. That was not working for me any longer. And those things are not true. Plenty of people have found other ways to live a successful, happy life. It's not the norm yet, but that doesn't mean it's not possible for me. And I actually don't even believe that, but I've allowed other people to place their beliefs on me. Their reality of being okay with being miserable in a job for 30 years doesn't have to be mine. And I'm not saying that everybody or that that's everybody or that my career choice is better than anyone else's. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of people that literally hate their job and wish the week away until Friday and they just stay there. But that wasn't going to work for me. I refused to accept that reality as mine. I didn't have all the confidence yet that I do today, one and a half years later, now building my own business from home. But I had just enough belief in myself after making personal development a part of my life for just over a year that I could find another career that would provide for my family financially, but also be a source of joy and fulfillment for me. I had to let go of the opinions of others. I had to let go of the worries of my husband who prefers more stability in a career. I had to let that go because that was not my burden to carry. I had to put myself first. How hard is that to do, y'all? Women especially. I had to go through that beginning stage of building this business very alone. I'll always have my mom's support, right? Because she's that rock in my life. But I had to let go of everyone else's opinion and I had to stop waiting for their support. I had to rely on myself and the steps I was taking in my journey towards a different career to be the source of my reassurance that I was doing the right thing and my confidence to keep walking. Now, here I am with all this momentum and this journey of proof that what I'm doing is where I'm meant to be. And now today, my husband will tell you that, that I'm happier, that that's been the biggest change. And isn't that beautiful? I'm building a business from the ground up, so my income has no ceiling and is working its way up there. And he sees that potential, but what he's noticed is that I'm happy. Now, I don't know about you, but I think my kids will remember that about their childhood most, not whether or not I could afford to have their birthday party at a theme park, but that their mom was happy and present and wasn't so stressed and tired and depressed. Now, to get to that point, I had to go through one of the hardest things I've ever done alone, but damn, it was worth the fight. I had to totally disrupt my entire life. But my job is not to please my husband. My job is to like myself today. Your like is extra. That's in that Spotify audio I want you guys to check out in the show notes. I didn't like who I was showing up as as a mom and wife when I was holding that other job. 
I didn't like that my family was getting what was left of me and not the best of me. And that was not going to be my reality any longer. When I left my first marriage, very similar situation, I had to disrupt my entire life to get out of that. People had opinions, of course they did. But I no longer could accept how we were showing up as parents, as husband and wife. I knew we could do better as parents. And better as parents meant that we could no longer be married to one another. In both situations, I was working for something big. In one, a bigger, happier financial opportunity with a new unconventional career path. And the other, a loving, happy home for my kids. Those are big things. And you can't have those things if you're only working to be liked. Earlier, I said people said no because it's easier to say It'll never work. We also think it's easier to do and say nothing when you're not happy, right? I could have just stayed in that cushy, stable job, known what my paycheck would be, known the exact month and year I would retire, known what my salary would be at retirement. I could have stayed in that marriage and known what the rest of my life would look like, allowed my kids to have the parents who were the last ones standing during that song. You know the song, the song they play at weddings to see who's been married the longest. I could have had a partner to help me pay off debt. We had accrued as a couple. I could have not had to move back in with my parents. But really, is that easier? Look up how much of your life you spend at your job. It's a scary percentage of time you spend in the place where you work. I think you deserve to be happy there. Call me crazy. And to the latter, is the tragedy divorce? Or is it your kids never seeing what a happy, loving home looks like? People are always going to have opinions, whether you ask them for them or not what you should and shouldn't do, either based on their fears and securities or experiences or a combination of both. I'm reading The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins right now. I'll also link that in the show notes. I wrote down a little section that pertains to this episode today. Picture your spirit as a beautiful stallion who wants nothing more than to feel its own power and strength and speed, but the reins of guilt are pulling tight, slowing your spirit down, and eventually stopping it where it stands. If you train for a marathon, your spouse will resent you. If you start selling real estate on the weekends, your boss will find out and be angry. If you move out of your neighborhood, your old friends make you feel like you're better than them. End quote. Now those reins holding you back can be from others disqualifying you or from you disqualifying yourself, but know that you are choosing to let them stop you where you stand. That is self-inflicted. Their opinions will be there before you're successful at the thing, and after you're successful at the thing, you may make it to be the best in the field at whatever you're trying to do, and it may still never be enough for that person you're wanting approval from. And that's why you have to let that go. Start looking to yourself for approval. Like who you see in the mirror. That's your one job every day. Like yourself. Stop disqualifying yourself from what God has qualified you for, or whatever, whoever you believe in. That vision is yours for a reason. That dream on your heart for a reason. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode today. 
If you'll remember to take time to go leave a rating and review, I would so appreciate you. The more positive ratings I have, the more Apple knows to put this podcast in front of more people. I so appreciate you taking your time out to do that real quick. All right, let's raise our glasses for a cheers. Whether it's your latte this morning or your breakfast wine, I'm not here to judge. Cheers to no longer taking advice from people that do not have the results that we want, to knowing that all things are available to us and no one can stop you from the dreams placed on your heart except you. You'll never be ready. The time will never feel perfect. Someone will always be there to tell you not to, but everything you need to succeed is inside you. You are capable, you are worthy, and you have all the proof you need because you have handled everything life has sent you this far. And you, my friend, can handle whatever comes next. Now take the wheel and start driving in the direction of a life that sets your soul on fire. Until next episode, friends, E.